March is here, and it would be madness to miss the awesome, cozy winter weekend special at the Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach. Enjoy a two-night stay, room service dessert, and more. Experience the serenity of the winter ocean from the warmth of your oceanfront suite. You don't have to go far away to get away from it all. Visit BoardwalkPlaza.com and book your winter getaway today. And let's not forget amazing dining at Victoria's Restaurant. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, all year long. Reservations are not necessary, but always welcome. Call 800-33-BEACH or reserve at opentable.com. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs. I'm Denise Harper, co-host of The Morning Show with Bill and Denise and program director for The Bridge. There's something special about sitting across the table from a friend, whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart. And hopefully today's conversation will inspire and encourage you. Well, my guest today, I got a chance to meet a few months back, Jessica Parsons. You go by Jess, right, Jess? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. You popped into the studio at the bridge with a couple I of did. your worship leaders from Red Rocks Worship. <laughs> yeah. And we said then, hey, let's tell your story on the Over yeah. the Rims of Mugs podcast. You told me some things, how God has moved in your life, that I cannot wait for oh. everyone to be able to hear. And so thank you for being willing to jump in today. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, I'm so honored to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, welcome. Thank I know you. you took a week or so to celebrate an anniversary, right? Yes, my husband and I just celebrated our fourth anniversary of marriage. Oh. It's just the best gift ever. Um, I would say that the year four has been probably one of the most challenging um, for us just with having a toddler and mm -hmm. figuring out a, a whole new communication system. <laughs> um, but we have, yeah, we went to South Carolina, actually, Charleston, and just oh. uh, we, we have quite a few flight points because my husband travels a bit for work. Um so it was almost entirely paid for by Southwest and, and nice. Hilton, which is amazing. That's Such beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes. But just a weekend away um, from the sweet babes. Grandma and Grandpa took her. But we just, yeah, just continuing to date yeah. as, as often as we can. That's so important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So your husband's name is Mitch. Yes. How did you and Mitch meet? Um, we actually met at our young adult service um, through Red Rocks Church, which is a church that I work at and am a local worship pastor at. Um, and I started there as an intern in 2016. And then we do, so we, our internship program is a nine month internship. And then after the nine months, they're basically like, hey, we could we could see potential in you being a staff member here. So we'd love to bring you on for another year residency. And then after that, they make the final call of whether or not you'll be full-time staff. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyway, during my residency was when I actually met Mitch. And it was Aww. 
Almost love at first sight. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> um, for him, it, it certainly was. And, and I Aww. hate to even say that because it's just, he's just the kindest, most um, special man I've ever met in my life. Mm. Um, but he he just knew when when he met me, the Lord had told him, hey, you should, you should prepare yourself because that's going to wow. be your wife. Wow. And... It was not the same story for me, <laughs> but not because I just didn't care for him. It was just more that I had been so jaded by past relationships hmm. that I, I met him and I was like, what's, what's the catch here? You certainly are too good to be true. So where is the, where's the fine print that I'm missing? Hmm. And the truth is, I, I got to say this in our vows, but he was consistently kind Um like Jesus, and I, it, it stood the test of time that that was his true character, that he was filled mm. with the Spirit, and that was the fruit of his relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And so it was just after, ugh, I, I hate that I put him through this, but it was a few months of me being like, mm, absolutely not. And then I got to see him just up close for those few months. And every single time I saw him, he was so kind to me. He was so kind to everyone around him. Um, and I just, I could feel his depth with the Lord. And so after four months of officially dating, we got engaged and within 11, we were married. So it was a quick turnaround from a full rejection to a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to tell you, I, it wasn't that I rejected my husband, but we almost yes. were on the exact same schedule. <laughs> I mean, so, and he, he was like definitely wanting, you know, to pursue a relationship. Yeah. I was not. I had to be, you know, kind of coaxed a little. <laughs> oh, my God. And gosh, then, I... but once my heart was open to my husband, mm. Ken, wow. Four months we were engaged. Eleven months we got married. Oh my gosh! <laughs> How no crazy way is that? <laughs> That's crazy. We didn't even talk about that. I know. <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. Oh my gosh! Look at the Lord. We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. Wow, so okay. I'm still wrapping my brain around the fact that we both dated for the same amount of time. I know. <laughs> I know. How many years have you been married now, though? It'll be 36 in November. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> what a gift. He is a gift. And oh. I can tell you, I think we even each other out. He loves to crack up and have a lot of fun. I tend mm -hmm. to be a little too serious sometimes, or not too serious, but more serious. And so he yeah. brings some of that, the levity 
to things yes. and he makes me yeah. laugh and that's good. Oh, so. I love that so much. Yes. All right. So you mentioned that you are a mom of a toddler and that's yes. really how our conversation, it was so funny because yeah. we had a studio full of guys in here <laughs> and you and I, we got into our own little zone. We were we swapping kids' pictures and... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the mama's in us. You can't help it. <laughs> right? But Greg about her baby. Yes. And you told me that your little girl's name is Benny. Yeah. And I Benny said, girl. is Benny short for something? And you said, no, just Benny. And then you started telling yes. me the most remarkable story about oh. a lady named Benny. Would you share that story? Yes. Yes. So, okay. So my team and I had gone out to... India, we had covered a few different um, big cities. So we were in New Delhi, we were in Varanasi, we were in Agra, um, and then we were in another one I can never remember the name of. But we had gone out there uh, for a missions trip. And if you know anything about India, it is extremely oppressed. Um, It is a Hindu nation, and they are radical about Hinduism, and they are very, very upset um, with Christians coming in and trying to convert their people. And so um, they they take it very seriously. And so we've heard some horror stories of, of people who have gone over there, have li- like decided to be missionaries in the country and have had families like murdered and all these crazy, crazy things, just martyrs for Christ. Um, but, uh, we heard about a couple of these stories before going out there. So we had our guard up and we knew that we needed to be really careful about what we said, especially to people that we weren't specifically ministering to, Mm -hmm. um, which sounds silly because we should be on all the time. But anyway, we, uh, we were staying in this hotel and we had been doing ministry for like 10 days straight and it was pretty strenuous and, our, our team lead basically was like, hey, I want you guys to just go and do something tonight. Go decompress. We won't hang out as a team. Um, and, and I just want you to have the rest of the night off to just relax. And so I had gone to go get a massage. And as I'm, I'm getting massaged and uh, this really sweet lady is is making conversation is basically just like, what are you doing? What are you out here for? And... I had told her that um, my team and I were here for, we were just a bunch of friends taking pictures, basically, Mm. of this beautiful country. Mm -hmm. And that was our cover story. And um, she was like, oh. And I could just, I could just sense that she didn't believe me (laughs) immediately. Um, And so I'm like, what am I going to do? How am I going to recover from this? And, um, she just stops and she goes, so do you love Jesus? Mm. And I, I mean, like it was the longest three seconds of my life. I was like, I either deny Christ right now or I risk putting my entire team in, in jeopardy. It, she's like an undercover government official. I don't know what mm-hmm. she could be, but anyway, uh, I took a deep breath, and before I could respond, she said, because I love Jesus, and me and my entire family just got saved. 
And I just started bawling and the Holy Spirit just like swept into the room. And both of us are like, hang on, we're not here to take pictures. I actually love Jesus so much. And we are here to tell everybody that we can about Jesus. And so we just had this beautiful moment with the Holy Spirit. And Mm. at the end of it, she she told me her name was Benny. And so I wrote that name down. Me and my husband, Mitch, were engaged at the time. And I wrote the name down and, and told him about it. And uh, fast forward like three years, I was told by the Holy Spirit that I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> and I had taken like 17 at-home pregnancy tests at this point, every single one of them negative. A few months prior to this, my husband and I had gotten our our blood work done just to see where our hormones were at. Um, And my husband had no testosterone in his body. Um, And if you know anything about Mitch, he is a 6'4", 250-pound, like, D1 athlete. (laughs) Uh, So no testosterone was a pretty shocking result. Yeah. Um, But his results came back with negative testosterone, and mine came back negative progesterone. Wow. Um, Yes, wild. So – we had been trying in that time to get pregnant and um, and we knew that the doctors had told us like, this is probably going to be a journey because you're both going to need to get to regulate it in your hormones mm-hmm. before you could get pregnant because progesterone is literally the hormone that carries a baby to full term. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, uh, and then testosterone is also important That's for the process. Yeah. <laughs> but we, um, I had been told, like, I just knew in my spirit that I was pregnant. And uh, we went and actually got a blood test done to see if we were pregnant. And it came back negative also. And then my doctor looked at me and she was like, Jess, I I hate to tell you this, but you're having a hysterical pregnancy. And there's no way that you could be pregnant because there's no progesterone in your body still. And I just, I mean, I was distraught, but I just knew the Holy Spirit was so kind to me um, through that whole process. And the, so I had written Benny letters that whole month and was just like, I, Benny, I feel like you're with me. Um, It was so sweet to go back and read those a couple months ago. But um, yeah, so a, a whole month later, I still had all of the pregnancy symptoms and um, all right, we called our doctor and she was like, yeah, you should probably take another pregnancy test. You're probably pregnant. And which is just so bizarre. How crazy is uh, that? I know. So I took another pregnancy test. Sure enough, not only was I pregnant, but I had been pregnant the entire time. <laughs> I was nine weeks along. Wow. Um, yes. And Benny had been with me that whole time. And the, the spirit had oh. just had me interceding on her behalf. Yeah. Um, and so for a multitude of reasons, we, we call her Benny the Brave. Um, and she is a brave girl. She has <laughs> no fear. Uh, we love that about her. Wow. How old is Benny now? She's 19 months. Oh, that's Ugh, she'll so fun. Be 20 months. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Fourth. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that whole experience, like I'm Mm -hmm. sure ups and downs, emotional, but but there was something about the Holy Spirit speaking to you so clearly and you grabbing onto that and not letting go. Yeah. Um, Man, there's just times in my life where 
I, I don't know what it is that, like what it is specifically from the spirit, but um, I'm, I just feel like emboldened to trust mm. no matter what anybody else says or thinks. Um, and this is one of those really, really specific and, and important times in my life where it was just like, man, this marked my relationship with you, Lord. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that because you proved yourself faithful even when I had, when, even when I was faithless, like there were, there were moments, there were days at a time where I was like, there's no way I'm pregnant. Yeah. And then it would just be bringing me back to remembrance of the Lord being like, I told you and my word never returns void. And so if I tell you, you can trust it. Mm-hmm. Um, And even Mitch, like he was so sweet and, and so kind, but how do you not be logical through that? You know, like yeah. every pregnancy is coming, test is coming back negative. A blood test is coming back negative. So he's like, I, I love you and I, I love that you are trusting, but I just can't get there. Like yeah. everything scientifically, like nothing makes sense that you could be pregnant. And so I was, it was just me and the Lord, but what a gift it was to be like, there was no part of me that was like haughty afterwards. Like I told you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was just like, ugh, how kind that he was with me that whole time. Mm. Even when I felt like I was kind of crazy. <laughs> Sometimes our faith or someone else's faith on our behalf has to kind of yeah. stand in the gap. Ugh, and, yes. Right. Absolutely. So this probably, I mean, I can't imagine that this didn't just really impact your marriage. Like just oh, from, yeah. a, I mean, this is so early on mm-hmm. um, for you guys because at that point, what two and a half years? Yeah, being married? two and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, but it it was so beautiful because just how the Lord works and His timing. Our first six months of marriage. Mitch was actually unemployed. Um, and so we had gone through a whole other ringer of, yeah. hey, how do we hold steadfast to truth and and the voice of the Lord when it, everything else feels like chaotic and like practically it makes sense for you to just go and grab hold of whatever job that you can and make a living for us. But um, the Lord had been so specific and had said, Hey, yeah, you can you can go and grab a contracting job or you can go and work at Home Depot or whatever you want, but like I actually have this time carved aside for us. And if you just wait patiently, I'll provide for every step of the way. And so again, another wild story, but the Lord had told us about 2 months in had highlighted one of the the jobs that he had been looking into. And it ended up taking five months for them to come back and ask him to be an employee of theirs. And we just had prayed on this job specifically. It was just highlighted in neon green for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but the job was a it was a PPE sales, so basically a glove salesman. And Mitch is like, well. Not super passionate about selling gloves, <laughs> but I don't know why the Lord has like made this so clear that this is the path that we're to take. And December twenty or yeah, December twenty nineteen, he gets this job, and three months later, a mm-hmm. worldwide pandemic hits, mm-hmm. and 
any other job, he would have been the first man on the chopping block. He would have, like, it would have just done, you know, yeah, we would have gone back to ground zero. Mm -hmm. And not only did that not happen, but he was in a field where every single sale was accelerated. And there was such a high demand that it was so, there was so much favor and so again, like we go back to that verse that says it in Ephesians, it says that he can do immeasurably and abundantly more than we know how to ask or imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so yes. we we had no idea what we were we were stepping in the standing in the gap for, uh, but we knew that the Lord had asked us to fast that time. Mm. Um, and so much healing that we we wouldn't have had space. I mean, he would have made it away, but it just felt like he had literally known that that date, that May 31st, 2019, from that date to December 14th of 2019, he would have this time carved out for him and Mitch to just meet at the coffee table every morning and have so many hours together to just process and pray. And wow. it was just such a gift. And and yeah. again, an, another pillar, yeah. marker moment for our marriage. Um, so we've just seen the Lord be so wildly faithful oh. even when we we forgot to be faithful to him you know yeah so precious yeah i heard someone uh say we pray for ministry we opportunities we pray for kingdom work and we yeah. have this view of what we think it should look like and what god gives us so often mm. is the seed yeah, right. <laughs> Ugh, that's so right. good. <laughs> the seed, yes. because uh, it's it's through that growth process, mm. and we can take the seed and we can store it, which means it right. will lie dormant, yeah. or we can sow that seed. And I feel mm. like what you're saying is, he sowed that seed of time with the Lord and just the Word, uh, really getting deep into His spirit. Yeah. And, and preparing him for what's ahead. And so that's Ugh, what a beautiful that's so thing. beautiful, Denise. I love that. <laughs> I love that too. Uh, that's just how I, it's so funny that God, uh, we, I, I mean, I can really relate to that. I'm like, mm-hmm. Lord, I want to serve you today and I want to do this and I want to do that yeah. and I want to, and I'll give you all the glory. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, just sit here, right here. Yes. I have this little seed that I want you to take and care for and yeah pray over and plant deep in the Mm. soil and and then watch what i'll do with that (laughs) yeah that's so beautiful (laughs) our our pastor just a couple weeks ago he said god doesn't plant trees he he plants seeds Mm -hmm. and sometimes we want the tree to just be right in front of us immediately and he's like no there's a process for a reason yes um and it it's it's part of it's sanctification. It's I I, want, I like long to have your attention. I just want to spend time with my kids. Like mm-hmm. he is jealous for our time, and he proves that over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And it's up to us to to have intimacy with the Lord, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we actually get to be as close to Him as we want to be. We have full access to heaven right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason. We are so such a forgetful people, yeah. and <laughs> I've been reading through the the Torah, um, and just 
I've been so frustrated with the Israelites of like how <laughs> often they go back to those stinking idols. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we would be better off slaves in Egypt. And I just, yeah. I couldn't help but but see it from a different perspective just a few days ago of like, man, I am the Israelites. Like, mm. I am so forgetful of God's faithfulness, yeah. even when it's right in front of me. Somehow, yeah. some way, um, we have an enemy of our soul that loves to distract and distort and manipulate um, and, and remove the, the understanding of that everything good and perfect and pure and lovely mm-hmm. is, is from the Lord. But those things take time to see sometimes. And I, it's just so sweet that we'll get these moments with him where he's like, hey, remember, yeah. that's me. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah. That brings me to what I wanted to ask you about how you are juggling. Now, you are a worship leader with Red Rocks mm-hmm. Worship. You guys are leading worship in your church. You have multiple church campuses, so you're working yes. probably with some other worship leaders as well. You're yes. writing music. You're mm-hmm. recording and touring some, and you've got, you're married, you got a toddler. <laughs> so, how do you juggle? And just as you were talking about, spending time with the Lord, because yeah. all of us, as women, I think we tend to to carry a lot of things. And yes. so, how do you juggle all of that? <sighs> this is such a good and <laughs> lofty question, Denise. <laughs> um, man, I... I think it has just been, again, one of those things where it's just a constant process. And there there are definitely times where I don't get it right. Um, many times, in fact. Um, I'll start with just specifically being a, a wife and a mother first. If that is one of the hardest things to get out of or, or easiest things to get out of order. Um, and we have found that when we we do get that out of order. Everything else feels chaotic Mm -hmm. that we are a son and a daughter first, then we are a spouse and then we are a parent. And with a busy wild toddler, it's so easy for her to captivate our attention and our time. And the Lord has just, he has made that so, so clear the order that that's supposed to be. Um, and so there's been a lot of repentance Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of getting it wrong and a so much grace for getting it wrong. And I would also say just being a, a full-time employee and not even just like just an employee, but a, a minister that is, that's again, like my, my family is my ministry, my main ministry, my mm-hmm. first ministry. Yeah. And to get sidetracked of that is is still out of order, even if it's with pure and good intentions. Mm-hmm. And so again, just a lot of repentance, a lot of, of kindness and flexibility from my husband. We have been fortunate as Red Rocks Worship to go and travel to other churches and radio studios and all these things to meet with, with other believers um, and, and share what the Lord is doing in our home. And it is such a, it's so fun. We have such a blast. We love each other and we have fought hard to love each other as a team. And so again, even in that, like a lot of repentance (laughs) of getting it wrong and having impure intentions and and making it about us. And um, I think it's Psalm 150 
talks about how uh, David is talking about how the Israelites traded in the glory of God for the image of an ox that eats grass. Mm. And that has just been a constant reminder of like, Lord, let none of this be idol worship. And if we are, like, Amen. even, again, with pure intentions, if we have gotten it wrong, would you please course correct? Would you bring, like, a, a holy conviction to what we are doing? Because if this is for any any glory for ourselves, then we have manipulated the cross, and we have added to the cross, and I, I refuse to partner with that. Mm-hmm. Lo- loaded, loaded answer, but <laughs> I would say... Psalm 139 has also been just such a pillar for me of, I love that it ends with, so search me and know me and point out any anxious thing in me and, and, and then also point out what offends you in me and then lead me in the everlasting way. And this last year, the Lord showed me that uh, the funny thing about Psalm 139 is it starts with, you have searched me and known me. And then it ends with, so do it again. <laughs> um, like this is a constant process that we should never get tired of asking yeah. the Lord to purify and refine and and just lead us in the everlasting way because we have life in abundance accessible. Uh, but for some reason, we make these, these little shrines. Mm. And the Lord is like, hey, tear that down. That is not me. Mm. And, and I have great, great plans ahead um, for, for us to do things that you couldn't even ask or imagine. Uh, but you got to get rid of that. And you got to get these things in order. And there will be many more times where I have to come back to that. Mm-hmm. But just the, the gift of repentance has been one of the sweetest things that we have held steadfast to over the last four years and, and now almost two with this little lady. Oh. Well, I am so thankful for you being willing to take a few minutes and I want to yeah. really respect your time. Your hubby is waiting to whisk <laughs> you away for coffee. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> that is he one is. of my favorite things in the I world know. to do. It's like God gave me so many wonderful gifts, the gift of coffee and then coffee with someone I love is yes. just, it's just so good. <laughs> no, I love that. That's so great. All right. So if I could just have you share one more thing. Yes. Brag on something that God is doing fresh and new in your life right now. Oh, that's such a great question, Denise. Man, I... <laughs> Again, this is so loaded. I feel like I could just gush right now about just gush my away. intimacy with the Lord. And I'm so, I'm a little oh, tender chicken nugget. So I'm weeping over here, but oh. I, um, I feel like I have just been reintroduced to the Holy Spirit all over again. Um, in such a beautiful way that I just, uh, to be honest, this is what happened was one of my, my dear pastors, um, who is also one of our, our close friends. Uh, I adore him. He has been a father figure. He has been a leader, a mentor, a brother, all the things. And I I have loved him from the beginning of our, our friendship. But he, uh, he just had recently gone on this men's retreat, and he met the Holy Spirit for the first time. Mm. And... I literally did not recognize him when he came back. And 
It was crazy, Denise. Crazy. <laughs> he literally just stood before me and, and he's always just had this like very hard masculine shell about him. Mm. And I would catch these glimpses of tenderness and just like he he always is so kind, but he just I don't he, he felt like he had to be tough all the time. And um and it was just so sweet watching him come back. He was so tender. Mm. And he was so hungry for people to know what he had experienced with the Lord. And I uh, I just remember looking at him and being like, what happened to you? And he goes, Jess, I'm free. And I, I met the Holy Spirit. And it was in that moment that these things that the Lord had just like accumulated in our time together over the last, ugh, I'd say, year and a half, maybe two years, that he he had set up to have this moment um, of revelation, but I realized that I can I can be a Christian covered by the blood, live saved, and not live free, and not actually live out of what the blood purchased. Mm. And it wasn't just my salvation; it was also my freedom here. And so Mitch and I have just done this deep dive <laughs> into like, Lord, again, that Psalm 139, like search us and know us, God, what is in us that we have like given authority or, or made partnership with that mm. has nothing to do with you, that has nothing to do with holiness. In fact, it mocks it. Um, but we have, because we just have become idle or we have become... Um, content with being covered by the blood, which what a gift. Like yeah. I don't downplay that at all. Right. But we have we have decided to become complacent in certain things in our life. And and the Lord is just like, ooh, thank you for asking. Because I'd love for you to be free. Like I'd mm. love for you to hold your head high and and not be weighed down by this heavy yoke and this heavy burden that just by by settling into certain things have have made you feel and so we have gone through um <laughs> i hate to make this like so charismatic but like legit deliverance of certain things yeah. certain spirits that we have we have said yes to that the lord is like oh jess you thought that was me and even a misconception of me is idol worship and so would you just smash those idols? The long story, we just, that has been the thing. It's like we want to live free and we want to share with everybody around us. Um, I feel like we have been more grieved for things that the heart of the Father is grieved by and have let like the full weight of it that we can comprehend like hit us hard and then go on behalf of others that we feel like don't know that they need to repent or don't know that they have access to true freedom. There's so much going on right now with just this movement of the enemy that feels like people are partnering with that they are saying, I've, I've never felt so free to confess this and, and live this way. Hmm. And, and I'm like, oh, man, if you could only know that this is the beginning of your captivity— because you said yes to this and the Lord has true freedom for you that is is found in the renewing of your mind and being transformed from the inside out. Instead of transforming your body be based on your feelings, 
And so, wow. Amen. Very loaded. I told you I could just gush about this. That's but incredible. Just, I just want. The heart I of the Father us for us to know that we are loved and that, yeah. that Jesus came for us to be set free. Yes. Um, what a what a precious revelation. Mm. And that you guys are walking in that. I can't I can't help but think you guys are gonna you're leaving a trail of that, you know, mm. as you go, that others will they'll say what you said about the pastor that you saw, what happened yeah. to you? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> That's precious. Hey, thank you for your time Thanks, today, Jess. Yes, this thank you been, so much for having me. It's been wonderful. I know why the devil fought us so hard to get this recorded. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my word. I would love, if you wouldn't mind, I could just pray a blessing um, over the listeners and over this podcast before I I jump off here. Please. I'll make it quick, I promise. But Holy Spirit, we just thank you. We thank you that nothing will thwart the plans of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. no weapon formed against us will prosper, even technology. Mm. Um, and so, Lord, we just thank you that you are at work. Um, you are awakening believers. You are opening their mind's eye. You are giving them eyes to see and ears to hear and an awareness of your spirit mm. and what you are doing. And so I pray for the listeners of this sweet podcast um, that they would just be so moved um, not by my words, not by Denise's words, but by your spirit, Lord, um, that they would feel a, a revelation. They would see a revelation of your spirit, um, that it wouldn't just be these things that we have experienced that lead them to having these like cool moments, but it would be that they have this hunger, this desire to have these revelations themselves, to get in the word and to let it highlight things in them that man, that are that are pulling intimacy with you away from them. Um, but they would just draw near. Your word says in Hebrews that when we draw near, you draw near to us. And so, Lord, would they have the faith, would they have the audacity to draw near to you, Father, um, even if it looks like it, it might hurt, even if it looks like um, there might be some things that need to get cleaned up that they wanted to hold tight to because it was comfortable, Lord. But Holy Spirit, you call yourself comforter. And so everything yes. else is actually a counterfeit. Mm. And so, God, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you that you are with us. Um, I thank you for making me and Denise a mouthpiece mm. for your kingdom today, Lord. And I pray that your will be done mm. on earth as it is in heaven. Would you bless Denise Harper as she is on mission to spread the word of God, that she is on mission to share hope through testimony would you wake her up again with just a fresh revelation a fresh encounter of yourself every day jesus um that she would do this not by her might not by her power but by your spirit says the lord we love you jesus and we pray this in your name amen amen We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we are not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.